Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles framework. As new teachers and staff show up on the first day of school, leaders play an even more critical role today to set the stage for creating a great place for people to work. Here are some statistics to keep in mind when answering the question, why building positive relationships in work environments, why that's important. In a recent study by the American Psychological Association, researchers found that 93% of employees who reported feeling valued said that they are motivated to do their best at work, and 88% reporting feeling engaged. Expressing sincere gratitude for their contributions is one of the easiest and most impactful ways to move the needle toward greater employee engagement and productivity. When this occurs, we have a greater opportunity to retain high-performing employees. One of the coolest aspects of gratitude is that there's a spillover effect. Individuals become more trusting with each other. They are more likely to help each other out. There's a sense of self-worth, self-efficacy, and trust between employees. Employees are happier, have greater satisfaction in life, and higher resilience, and, and stress is less. Here are several alarming statistics that are difficult to swallow. It costs on average $9,000 to $21,000 to replace an individual teacher. According to the New Teachers Project, we have a one in 11 chance to replace a high-performing teacher with another high-performing teacher. And 79% of employees who quit their job cite a lack of appreciation as a key reason for leaving. And as leaders, we want to move these statistics to more positive ones. We as leaders can proactively take action to do so. Yes, that's an awesome responsibility. Yet one of the most important parts of our jobs as we enter this year. So what are the key fundamental leadership actions we can take to support and retain our staff? There are, I believe, you know, just some some must-haves and that we have to do that help us get to that place. And I call them must-haves rather than nice-to-have leader actions because as we start this school year, it's more important than ever that we embrace our faculty, teachers, and staff in ways that help them be their best. Here's some that hopefully will be helpful to you. Welcome people with gratitude and appreciation. Before the first day of the school year or very early on, call or connect with your new hires to say, welcome to our school or our department. We're excited for you to be part of this team. You'll contribute to our team in blank way and in that blank, replace it with something you think is special about the new hire contributing to that team. Show that individual that you know them, you know who they are, you know what they bring to the team. Second, make sure the new hire has a buddy. As you're introducing the two to each other, manage up the new buddy to the new hire. Say something like, Miss Gregor, Mr. Watson is going to be your 90-day buddy to make sure you have what you need to do your best work. 
Mr. Watson has been with our school for four years and has tremendous knowledge about our school, students, and families. He's looking forward to providing the support you need during your first 90 days. Third, have an initial meeting with the new hire to lay out the expectations and how you'll provide feedback over the first 90 days. Let the new hire know that you'll talk about the positives and also pick one or two things that the new hire can work on to help them be successful. Remind them that your goal is to support them to be successful and enjoy teaching or enjoy their new job. While doing this action, remember three to one. Remember it takes at least three positives to one constructive to get a positive outcome. And our people who come to work with us, they wanna know the expectations. They wanna be clear about what they need to do to do a good job. Let's help them. Four, let the new hire know you as their leader will do a formal 30 and 90 day check-in with them. Let them know you'll ask them these questions. How do we compare to what we said we would be like when we hired you? Tell me what you like, what's going well. I noticed you came from us from blank. Are there things you did there that might be helpful to us? And is there anything here that you're uncomfortable with that we could help you with? And last, but certainly not least, remember everyone wants to feel valued and appreciated. It's one of the most basic human needs. Intentionally look for ways that you can express gratitude to the new hire. Write it down, then send the new hire a handwritten thank you note. Yes, and mail that note to their home. Remember to be timely, specific, and genuine with the words on the note. I bet if you walk into the home of that new hire, the note will be hanging on the refrigerator or somewhere meaningful. And that note will certainly have been shared with their families and friends. As you all are experiencing, our schools are starting the year not fully resourced with teachers and staff. We're losing people year over year, which makes the problem bigger and bigger. On the next episode, you'll hear from a teacher going into his second year of teaching. We're lucky that he chose to go into his second year, even when the, this need for him was to get feedback and have personal connections with leaders so that he would know what he could do to improve. That, that, that was a high need for him. And he doesn't blame administrators. He has such a positive attitude. Rather, he believes that leaders simply don't see this as part of their jobs because of the other pressures that they have to manage. And hearing Justin's words next week helps us hear from the front line, from the teachers. He's upbeat and positive, yet he needs so much more from us than we've given. I think that's where our teachers and staff are right now. They need us to be good leaders, to hear them, to connect with them, and help them. I know you want that as well as a leader. I hope today's episode gives you some tools to start the year off in the, in the right way, with the right connections, to do the must-have actions that we need to do to be that good leader to our people. And I leave today asking all of us as leaders to say, as we work with our new hires and teachers and staff, let's, let's make them, let's say to ourselves, let's make them a high priority. Let's make that part of our job. Let's see that as key and as a high, high, high priority of what we do as we walk into our schools, classrooms, and departments this year. 
These simple yet powerful leader actions presented in this episode can give us a good start. And what's the most important variable that keeps teachers and staff having purpose, doing worthwhile work, and making a difference in the lives of our students and their families? The most important variable is a leader. I hope you will be that great leader for your team this year. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Performance. We invite you to share this episode and rate us in iTunes. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles framework so that we can be our best at work. Be that great leader. Have a great week, everyone.